You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Yes, I'm glad and I'm excited because of what Jesus has done. I'm telling you, the guys in the Old Testament could not even imagine what we have. Yes, they could not imagine that. They didn't have the capacity to even imagine what we have freely (laughs) given to us. You know, think about it. Is there anywhere in the Old Testament where you saw a demon being cast out? Any account? Can you think of any? They didn't have that authority. (laughs) They didn't have it. You see? But you and I today, just for believing. Do you understand? Just for believing in Jesus. Even a baby can cast out a demon today. That's why Jesus said that um, the least in the kingdom is greater than John the Baptist. Now, John the Baptist was, he was a major prophet, in case you don't know. The fact that he didn't write a book doesn't mean. But he was greater than Elijah. Amen? Although he came in the spirit and power of Elijah, but he was greater than Elijah. Because Jesus said there's no greater prophet. No greater prophet. But guess what? John the Baptist never even casted out a demon. You see? But the least in the kingdom can cast out a demon. Can discipline Satan and keep him under. (laughs) Hallelujah. Yeah. So God is raising a new breed. God is raising a new breed, a new breed of believers, a new breed of disciples, a new breed of followers. These are people who are going to walk in the reality of what Jesus has done. Yeah. So it's not going to be just, they're not just people who only go to church and enjoy messages, enjoy worship, enjoy fellowship. That's good, but these are people who are going to take some kind of responsibility. Do you understand? They will take responsibility over wherever they are. Yes. And they are going to ensure that Satan does not operate in that area. Is it possible? Yeah, it's possible. Very possible. Very possible. These are people who will bring the kingdom of God into the earth. So, by virtue of that, your complex can be under your (laughs) your authority. Yes. Your streets can be under your authority. Your estate can be under your authority. So, it's not just your, your household. Because guess what? You are a king, right? And kings rule. Kings have territory. Kings have, have, um, they have the right to exercise authority. 
And so these are people who understand these things and will walk in it. So I believe that we are in for some amazing things, some great things. I've been praying into what the Lord spoke to me, um, is it two weeks ago, when he said to me during worship that there are manifestations that have been extinct. Manifestations of glory that have been extinct. Manifestations of his power that have been extinct. In other words, this generation has not yet seen certain things that God did. Yeah, there are things that God did which right now we don't even have an idea. We don't even have a clue that they exist. We don't even have a clue that God can do such things. Because we've never seen it. We've never heard it. Do you know that even the miracles of Jesus... Only about 26 miracles were recorded. Now, just a few. There are many things he did, according to John, that were not even recorded. Yes, there are many things he did that were not recorded. These ones were, were given to us just so that we can believe. That's what, that's what, that's what John said. Isn't it? You will read it. Huh? Yeah. These, these, these ones, John said that if they wrote everything that Jesus did, the books will not be able to contain all that he did. Because imagine you can, I remember I've been, I've been in a meeting where I saw in one night 34 deaf people healed. Okay, 34 deaf people. I mean, not, they brought them from the school of the deaf. Okay, so they came and they were all on stage. 34 of them got healed. So that alone is more miracles than Jesus did, according to what is recorded. But in one meeting, are you getting my point? In one meeting. So the point I'm trying to make is that there are things that we have not yet seen. There are things that we have not heard of that will definitely, definitely be done. And it's supposed to be through you. Okay? It's supposed to be through you. I, you see, I don't believe that this day, this is the day for superstars. I don't believe that this is the day for superstars. Yeah, there are some people God raises and all of that. God bless them. God anoints them. And it's for a reason. But what is about to happen, what is about to happen is going to shock the enemy. It's going to shock the enemy. Why? Because where will he start? Imagine if everyone here is operating like Jesus. Picture that. He's here trying to stop you, then you're, <laughs> you're operating like Jesus. Your children are operating like Jesus. Everybody's operating like Jesus. 
then it is go, it's, it's chaos. But that's what we're going to do. Okay? That's what, we're going to, that's what we're going to do. Why am I sharing all of this? So that you can have faith. So that you can, you can take the lead off. Remove the blinkers. Do you understand? Don't just focus on what you see. Don't even focus just on what you've heard about. Because there are manifestations. There are manifestations. And I'm waiting for the time the Lord will release me to start taking you through the scriptures to show you some extinct manifestations. <laughs> because I'm telling you, you'll be amazed that these are actually operations of God. And they are meant for our day. So we will have to bring them out. Are you ready for that? <laughs> yes, I am ready. Tell someone I'm ready. Yes, I am ready. Where is that place where John talks about the things that were recorded? Okay, 21. All right, I'm there even. Okay. It says, there are also many other things that Jesus did which if they were written one by one, I suppose that not even the world itself could contain the books that will be written. Yes? So we were just shown a few so that you know this is possible. So it's going to be on a large scale. It's going to be mass-produced. Imagine mass production of miracles. <laughs> mass production. That's why we need to raise disciples who are strong. Who can walk in these things. Yes? Not somebody who are, you know, worshipping one man. No, no, no. What that man has is supposed to be spread. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's supposed to be spread. Everybody is supposed to be imparted to everyone. That's the way Jesus operated. Can't you see? When he left, his disciples were just like him. Yeah. So when you see an operation whereby it's just one man operating all the time, there is a problem. There is a problem. It's faulty. It's not the pattern of Christ. It's not the pattern of Christ. The pattern of Christ is that everybody, everybody should walk in these things. Oh, pastor, I'm not a prophet. It's not about being a prophet. The prophet is supposed to equip the saints to walk prophetically. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you don't have to be a prophet. You can be prophetic without being a prophet. Yeah. Now, you, you, you don't have to be an apostle. Okay? You, you, what, what are you doing with that? You don't need that. God knows those he has called for that. Correct? But guess what? You can be apostolic. You can be apostolic. 
So you can operate apostolically without being an apostle. Just in the same way you, cannot, you, you don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be a pastor to take care of the sheep. To shepherd those that you bring to Christ. You, you, you don't. But you can be pastoral. Hallelujah. So the point I'm making is that all of us are called to do the work. We are called to do the work. And my mission is to equip you to break every limitation that religion has placed. Making you to just sit down and, you know, as a spectator. No, you are not called to spectate. Spectators never get rewarded. If anything, they just pay to watch. Correct? Yeah, they pay to watch. But God has called you to be an active player in this move. Yes. An active player. So begin to locate your place. Begin to locate your place and put your hands on the plow. Because God is about to manifest in this nation. And I will continue to say it because some people have no idea. It's going to be huge. It's going to be great. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be so explosive that people like John G. Lake will be looking out of heaven and will be celebrating. The cloud of witnesses will look down and they will say, wow, I wish I were there. <laughs> How about that? Do you believe that? Yes, yes. So, I don't know about you, I'm part of this new breed. If you are, you, it's okay to say you are. If you are not yet, no, no problem, no pressure at all. But I'm just, I'm just telling you that I'm part of it. And you are welcome to join. Yes, you are welcome to join. But there are certain things about this breed. I want, to sh I want to show you a few scriptures, then we'll pray. Mighty God, I bless your name. I bless your name. Simple scriptures, but let's just look. Second Peter chapter 1. 2 Peter chapter 1. You see, Peter is speaking... In fact, from verse 1, he says, Simon Peter, a born servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have obtained like precious faith with us by the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want you to notice something there. He says, he's writing, right? To who? To those who... Who have obtained like precious faith. How many people here have obtained like precious faith? You've obtained the kind of faith that Peter obtained. You have it working in you. The Bible says God has dealt to every man the measure of faith, right? So we have obtained like precious faith, alright? With us, with them... By the righteousness of God. So the same faith that the early church apostles had is what we have today. 
Now, why are we not doing what they did? If we have the same faith that they had, what is wrong with us? What is wrong with our generation? There's something missing. And we need to bring it back. Okay? And this is the breed that will bring this back. Yeah. You are going to bring back these things. Alright? Next verse. It says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ. So not only do they have like precious faith. Grace. Somebody say grace. And then peace. Yeah. The good thing about grace is that it can be multiplied. The good thing about peace is that it can be multiplied. It can be multiplied. So we all have received grace because by grace we are saved, isn't it? Yeah. We all have received grace. But guess what? Some people will multiply, will multiply their grace. Others are still where they were 20 years ago when they first got saved. Some are still where they were 10 years ago. No movement. And that is not God's will. What does that mean? If if your grace is not multiplying, it only says one thing. You are not knowing God more. Can you see? You are not growing in your knowledge of God. That means you are still operating with old stale manner. Revelation of yesterday. Yeah. Yes. You are still living in the commentaries of the past. Yes? Yeah. There are volumes, volumes that have been published. A lot of insight. A lot of, a lot of insight from <laughs> the 1800s. Okay? If you go and search the internet, you see writings from 18-something, 17-something. And these people, these are people that were flowing. Huh? People like uh, Charles Spurgeon. The guy wrote lots of stuff. He has written lots of sermons. You go there, you, you go search, you will find Charles Spurgeon. He used to be called the prince of preachers. Yeah, because he was so eloquent. Huh? He was so eloquent and he... In those days, his church was about 5,000 people. And that's like, <laughs> that's like unheard of. It's like having 50,000 people today. When he preaches like this, oh my goodness, people. But guess what? I remember years ago, I went to his church in, uh, in London. Metropolitan Tabernacle. If you go there. There's no sign of life. You just see books, 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 commentaries, commentaries, 
and then a small chapel. And only old people that are like, you know, bent over with arthritis. Those are the people you see there. What happened? Huh? Why can't they use that to, to raise something even bigger? You cannot live on yesterday's manner. You see, yesterday's manner was for yesterday's demons. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's for yesterday's demons. Today, demons have advanced. Yeah. Oh, you think you are the only one that advances? Yeah. Deception has advanced. It has become sophisticated. Demons are no more as violent as they used to be. They are now decent. They are now intelligent. They are now speak and speak. You know. They, they, they now have a swag. Yeah. Yeah. So when you see them, you don't even know. Because they have blended. They have blended. So, but because we are not advancing in our knowledge of God... We are not able to see them. We're not able to recognize their operation. And everything that appears like God seems to be God to us. Why? Because we don't know the true God. We only have information about God. Yeah, we have information about God. We've read about Him. Kenneth Hagin used to say, if, God, if the Holy Spirit should walk into a church with a red cap and a red jacket, people won't even recognize him. <laughs> yeah. So, we don't know him. It, it, it takes you knowing God and knowing Jesus on a personal level. And not just intellectual knowledge. Experiential knowledge. You need to experience him. You need to know him like a husband knows his wife. That's the kind of knowledge that is required to excel in these days. So this is a breed of people that want to know God. That pursue the knowledge of God. They pursue not just intellectual knowledge, but experiential knowledge. Do you understand what I'm saying? I know yeah, some theologians have a problem with experiences. Because everything is just mental, intellectual. So, oh, no, no, no. You need to be careful about those experiences. The devil is busy. Hello. Why is it that when it comes to God's things, that's when we become so negative? Yet, when you go to the movie theaters, you will see Harry Potter. Huh? People are flocking. Do you understand? You go to the bookshops, you see people are buying books on the supernatural. Hmm? Occultic books are selling like hot cake. Why? Why is that? Why is that? Because the world is looking for God. They are looking for the supernatural. 
but they are looking in the wrong places. Why is Harry Potter flourishing? Because you and I have not yet manifested. Because when we start manifesting, those guys will be out of business. If anything, they will want to join us. Do you understand me? So we need to know God. We need to know God. This breed is going to be characterized by their knowledge of God. So when you talk to someone about Jesus and he tries to argue with you, you say, he was with me this morning. Yeah. In fact, we spoke this morning. He came into my room this morning. He sat down and we spoke. Now, if you, if you, do you understand what this is? Yeah. Well, so who is going to argue with you? Huh? It's like your wife is sitting next to you. Then you, somebody tells you she doesn't exist. Huh? That's right. You just know they need something. They need some help. You won't even bother to argue. Am I correct? Yeah. Because they are obviously blind or they are insane or something. Yeah. So that is the level we need to strive to get to in our walk with God. In our knowledge of God. Amen. And the more you know Him, the more the grace you walk in. The more you know Him, the more peace is multiplied. That's why you will not be stressed when you know Him. When you know Him, it doesn't matter what is coming against you. You are calm. It doesn't matter the storms that come. You are calm. Why? Because you know Him. He's in your boat. He's in your boat. So if He's in your boat, come on. <laughs> See, you can do whatever gymnastic you want to do. The Creator Himself is in my boat. Then you have peace in the midst of a storm. But when you don't know him, you look at the storm and, oh my God, oh my God, we're finished, we're finished. No, it's because you don't know him. It's because you don't know him. If you know him, you'll just chill. If anything, you just go to sleep. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's not even to, the time to pray or bind. You just go and sleep. You say, oh, peace be still. And go to sleep. Jesus didn't, yeah, that's why, do you ever see where Jesus was stressed? For what? This is somebody that is working and interacting with the Father on a daily basis. He said, I, I do nothing except that which I see my Father do. Where? When did he see the Father do what he? Yeah, so there was a place where Jesus would interact with the Father. And he would see the father do some things, then Jesus will go and do likewise. And then you have results. So we need to get to a point where we begin to see the father working, and then we begin to replicate what he does. Amen? Amen. We begin to replicate what he does. I'm praying that God will open this dimension to us. So, but before you go to the office, imagine, before you go to the office, right, you're having your time with the Lord. The Lord just shows you the day. Think about that. He just shows you the day. Ah, this is coming. This is happening. There's going to be this meeting. There's going to be this. And then he, he, he shows, he plays it, gives you a preview. 
How about that? Yeah. So when you go to the office, how many people know it will affect the way you go to the office? Yes. So when you walk in and you're sitting in the boardroom, you, there is a way you will sit. It will be different. Now everybody is stressed. And they say, oh, yo, this decision is about to be made. Or this is about to happen. They're, they're about to retrench. They're about, but you've already seen it. So you just sit down and you relax. And then it's playing in your mind what you saw. How about that? Don't you want that to open up to you? There is that dimension in your walk with God. But you have not yet accessed it. Yeah. Don't you know God is working every day? God is working every day. But we have to be where we can see what he's doing. Hallelujah. Let's read the next verse. Come on. You know, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. He has given. Can you see? He's not about to. He's not going to. He has, right? Yes? So, he has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. So now, if God has given you everything. Apart from all things, what is remaining? Huh? Nothing. Think about what you need. Does it fall outside all things? Huh? Does it fall outside all things? What is it that is stressing you? Why? Why are you stressed? There's a kind of knowledge that should keep your head high. Hmm? Stop studying the markets. Except that's your job. <laughs> yeah. Don't let the markets determine your life. Do you understand? Whether Pravin Gordon is fired or not, that's, how does that affect you? Unless you, you are living according to South Africa's economy. But if you are living according to heaven's economy, how does that concern you? Hmm? If the president wakes up tomorrow and does a blunder, a boo-boo, what, how does that affect you? You just know, Lord, help him. Just pray for him. Pray for him and do your part. Just do your part and tell yourself, I'm living in a different economy. Yes, I'm living in a different economy. So let's be at peace. Stop stressing. Stop stressing. Because I see some of you, you are worry champions. If there is a world competition, huh? Of worry. You will win the gold medal. Hmm? You will worry and worry and worry and worry. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah, he has given to you all things that pertain to life and godliness. 
How? How did he do that? Look, 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 look. Through the knowledge of him who called us to glory and virtue. Can you see again? Knowledge is coming again. Through the knowledge of him, you need to know God. Know God for yourself. Yeah. It's more important for you to know God than to know your pastor. Yes. Know God. Know God for yourself. I didn't die for anybody. And I'm not ready to die for you. I know it's disappointing, but... I'm not going to go to the cross for you. No ways. No ways. I won't. Jesus has already gone. Amen? Amen. Yeah. I can serve. I can lay my life down. I can serve and, and do whatever needs to be done. But for that cross, not me. <laughs> yes? So that's why you need to know him for yourself. Know him. Your faith in him must be strong. It, it must be like a rock. Rock solid. Your confidence in him must be rock solid. What did I say? Rock solid. Must not be watery. Yeah. So it's immovable. Your confidence in him. You say, though the earth be moved, I shall not be moved. I know my God. Yeah. That's how strong you should be. Amen? Next verse. Let's read the next verse. It says, by which, we have been gi- by, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises. Come on. Exceedingly great. Why is he giving us exceedingly great promises? That's why I'm saying the Old Testament saints wish they had the promises that we have. Yes. That through these you may be partakers of what? The divine nature. Listen. This trumps it. That means God is in you. You have his DNA. Do you understand? You have his genes. You are carrying it. So when God, when God is, um, when you look and you see God display his nature, that means you can do likewise. Yes? So, don't let your human nature limit you. Are you getting my point? Yes, you are human, but you have some divinity in you. You have some divinity in you. Jesus was 100% human, but 100% God. Yes? So, don't say, oh, well, we are all human. No. No. So what can a man do? Hmm? What you can do is to rise up, know your God, be strong, and do exploits. Yeah? So you see that exploits is linked to knowing God. It's directly linked to knowing God. There are levels, I'm telling you my people, there are levels that God... He's opening my eyes to, and I know that this is for our day. This is for our time. 
It doesn't matter what it is you're doing. I want you to know that God is in need with you. You're not in that office alone. You're not in that relationship alone. Amen? You're not in that relationship alone. You are not uh, on that project alone. He's there with you. But if you don't engage him, he'll just stand. He's a gentleman. Okay. I'm here whenever you need me. Whenever you need me, I'm here. Other than that, I'll just be watching. And we have been operating for years without inviting him to join us in what we're doing. We're so competent. Huh? So competent, so smart. Yeah. We're so smart, we're so able. God, when I'm in a crisis, I'll call you. Yeah, just, just chill. I know you're busy with other things. <laughs> hey. There are times, yes, you can take a stand. It's like um, a man of God in Nigeria years ago, Benson Idahosa. He, you know what? There was a group of witches that wanted to meet in Nigeria. Um, the World Council of Witches. They were going to have a witches convention. Yes? So when this man heard about it, he, he, he went on air to say, it's not happening. <laughs> Can you imagine? They say there is a conference, uh, a conference coming to South Africa, a global conference. Then I go on TV and I say, it's not going to happen. And yet, I'm not involved in it. I'm not involved in it, but I just go on TV, national TV, go to SABC and say, by the way, that conference is not happening. Can you imagine that? He took a stand. And, but you see, what happened is this. They now arranged an interview, brought the, the head of the witches on TV, who is supposed to be like the host to receive witches from all over the world. <laughs> he was on TV, national TV. And they asked him, they say, you said that there is going to be a convention of witches, right? He says, yes. In fact, everybody, we're expecting so many people from so many countries and all of that. But this man... Um, Archbishop, you said that uh, this thing is not going to hold. He says, yes, it's not going to hold. He said, but look, look, what are you saying? This guy says, no, it's going to hold. No, it's not going to hold. <laughs> so you know what? They said, he said, uh, because I'm here, it won't happen. Ha! Can you take a stand like that for God? Say new breed. new breed. Yeah. There's a breed that can take a stand for God. <clears throat> that man was ahead of his time. So, they started, as they were talking, he turns to that man. I've forgotten the man's name. He says, 
The Bible says, suffer not the witch to live. Hmm? If you are a witch, tell the nation, are you a witch? He says, no. <laughs> he says, no, no, I'm not a witch. <laughs> he says, oh, you're not a witch. He said, no, I'm not a witch. He said, okay. So um, this conference is not going to hold. He says, in fact, I have told God that he doesn't need to bother in other places, but for here, he shouldn't bother himself about this, this conference because this is a small thing for him. So I am going to take care of that. So now I'm saying that it will not happen. If I'm a man of God, this will not happen. Ha! Huh? The journalist was confused. What kind of a man is this? What kind of a person is this? And guess what? As that program was going on, they didn't realize the head of state was watching the program. And by the next day, he sent a circular to all the Nigerian embassies globally. Anybody coming for this should not be given a visa. Wow. Yes? And that's how it didn't happen. <laughs> because we're like, how are you going to stop it? He said, I say, it's not happening. <laughs> how? I am telling you, it is not going to happen. I am here. And I say no. So it's like you make a decision, then the president executes it. Amen. <laughs> say new breed. So we are going to be making decisions that the parliament will ex execute. Hallelujah. We are going to make decisions that the premier will execute. We will make decisions that the minister will execute. Hallelujah. Because he said, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth shall be loose in heaven. The amplifier said, whatever you permit. Whatever you permit on earth will be permitted. Whatever you disallow will be disallowed in heaven. So if we disallow it, it's disallowed. It's illegal. It's illegal. So you need to enter into your kingship and begin to function as a king. Begin to function as a king. Yeah. So when you stand, when you, when you walk into your complex, learn to start exercising authority and dominion. As you walk in, say, I have come in. Now the atmosphere changes because I'm here. Hallelujah. I have come in now. So, Satan, all that you have been doing before I came. Now, freeze. All activities freeze. All witchcraft activities freeze because I'm here. All crime freeze because I'm here. In the name of Jesus, I come with the government of heaven. I come with the angels of God. And I release them over this estate. Because I am here, this must stop. You start, when you start doing that on a daily basis, you know what? You start growing. You start growing in faith. You will start growing in understanding. You will start growing in dominion. You will start growing. 
And then you be, when you begin to see certain things, your, your, your confidence will rise. And then it will rise. And then it will rise. And then it will get to a point that you can take a city. But it has to start from somewhere. It starts from your home, your complex, huh? your street, yes, your, 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 your community, yes. Then we do Midrand. We colonize Midrand. Hallelujah. Yeah, we take Midrand for Christ. Then after that, we say, yeah, okay, where? Who is going to take Mpumalanga? They say, okay, you go. God bless you. Godspeed. Okay, who is going to take uh, Limpopo? You go and you take it over. You bring it under subjection. Yeah, who is going to take KwaZulu-Natal? Who is going to take Durban? Who is going to take Marisburg? Who, who is going to... These are the things we should be talking about. Instead of playing politics. Yeah. So you just now begin to pray. You begin to take over those places. You start in the spirit. You start praying. Praying ahead. We target those places. We start praying and praying. Release missiles over that place. Then after some time, we start planning outreaches. We start planning outreaches into those places. Listen, we need to go to your village. Hello? Yeah, I'm waiting for who will be the first person to invite us. We're ready to come now. Yeah, we're ready to come now. Yeah. So we will decide, okay, this weekend, we are storming, where is it? Le Palale. We are storming Le Palale. This weekend, everybody, hello. Get your armors ready. And then we go there and we release the kingdom of God. We release the power of God. We need to start thinking like that. We cannot be restricted and just stay in one place and you're complaining, oh, this is not happening to me. God is not doing this for me. What are you doing for God? What are you doing for God? What are you doing for God? Listen, I'm serious about this. I'm serious about it. Let's get ready. Because I saw it in the spirit. Let's get ready. Start getting ready. But we need to be strong. We need to be fortified. We need to be strong in the faith. Our faith needs to be rock solid. Hallelujah. Needs to be strong. You cannot be struggling with little, little demons when there are principalities to be taken. Why, why should you do that? Huh? Instead of, you know, instead of struggling with a tokolosh or what is it that you call it? Huh? It's the, it's the right one. Those are the, all those little imps. Hmm? Hey, Pastor. I have a friend. He comes, Pastor. This Tokolo, she's always disturbing me. I say, my friend, what, what is wrong with you? How can you allow a Tokolo huh, to come and be harassing you? Who is boss? Do you understand? Yeah. I mean, you, you need to begin to take on principalities and powers. Yeah. Ephesians 3.10. Yeah. Yes? 
Ephesians 3.10, it says, To the intent that the manifest, a manifold wisdom of God might be made known to the principalities and powers through the church. Huh? So there is a wisdom. Say there is a wisdom. Yeah. There is a power. There is a manifestation that we are supposed to birth. And this new breed is going to bring that forth. It's going to bring that forth. Are you ready for that? Are you excited to be part of that? Or do you want to just play church? You want to just play church, just mark register, present, 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 every week, present, 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 and that's all. You know, then you, you know, you give your tithe, you give your offering, I've done my part. You've done nothing. You've done nothing. That's not even introduction. Yeah. So let's get ready. People? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to just yield yourself to the Lord? Say, Lord, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for what you have. Come on, begin to talk to him right now. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.